Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello friends, and welcome back to another episode of Sunday Stories with me, your host, Fadim Shenzadeh, where we cover ongoing headlines and meet interesting fucking guests. Ladies and gentlemen, he's a comedian, he's a producer, he's a lecturer, he is Joachim Bjorkvall. Yay, Yay, here I am. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm doing fine. How are you? You're very good, very yep. good. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you, we were talking that you mm-hmm. were educating. Yeah, the university. Right. Where I work on, uh, well, my, it's my nine to five gig <laughs> so right. to say right. yeah yeah but uh, you educate in, in marketing you said that's pretty, exactly that's yeah. pretty useful for your kind of industry yeah i have uh come into an understanding that i can mix them quite well yeah, <laughs> with uh, producing my events marketing myself etc and uh, also uh, well learning new marketing method in the, at the university right so so let bring us back a little bit like mm-hmm. how did you start with this and why did you choose comedian i mean you could yeah. be anything yeah, I know. Um, this was, uh, I think I started the year 2012. Right. Uh, but my interest in stand-up comedy started like two years before that. Quite late, yeah, uh, I yeah, have yeah. to say. Uh, but then when I started interest me in stand-up, I started working for a comedy club in Stockholm called Raw Comedy Club. Yeah, it's a uh, big one. Yeah, it's the biggest in Sweden, I would say. Yeah. So I was uh, working for them just as a... I will call it Raw Ambassador, working pro bono just uh, oh. with the shows because yeah. it was fun. Uh, and then after a while, I figured, hmm, I want to do this. Uh, and uh, then I um, uh, signed up for a stand-up competition right. called uh, Bungie Comedy, huh. which is a competition where a lot of famous comedians in Sweden have started. For example, Petra Mede and a lot yeah. of others. How yeah. do you apply to that? Is it like you have to f- record yourself and send some videos? Or? No, not at all. This no. is one. It's an amateur uh, stand-up competition. So you, the, r- the first rule is that you should never have done stand-up before. Hmm. Because uh, otherwise you're not welcome to take part of that competition. Oh, yeah, you're not amateur anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, exactly. So then, then you're not fit for, to be in that competition. Yeah, yeah. So that was a quite cool place to start uh, this stand-up career because everyone uh, I competed with yeah. was in the same situation. So none of us had done it before. So it was as scary for everyone <laughs> as it but was for me. Does people suck? 
Well, I sucked as well when I started <laughs> doing stand-up because you have to learn how to do yeah. it. I mean, uh, it takes some time. Uh, how do you do when, when, when you crack a joke mm-hmm. and you just basically look at people's mm-hmm. eyes and they're like, oh, man, this guy sucks. <laughs> what yeah, do you well, do? You just have to, like, analyze, get back on it and, uh, well, record yourself, look yeah. at the video afterwards. I mean, what what did go wrong? Was it something, did I formulate myself in a yeah. bad way? Or just, is it a good joke? It can be a bad joke. Uh, I mean, you don't know if it, you have a good joke until you have performed it in front of an audience that's and they true. laugh at it. That's true. So uh, that's what it's like trying out new jokes. Hmm. It's uh, the most scary experience, which all the comedians have to do. Damn, I mean, I, I've been listening to like a couple of interviews with, with some comedians and, and they say like before they, they perform a, a, um, a session on a big mm. stage, they basically go around touring like on smaller places. Yeah. Do you have that as a process? Yeah, I would say it's it's common just if you're if you're an amateur or even if you're a star in Sweden, you have to uh, you have to go to the small clubs in order right. to try out new materials. There's a lot of free uh, stand-up comedy clubs in Stockholm, right. for example, like Big Ben, uh, which is the most famous one, I would say. You can see like uh, stand-up comedians like Henry Clifford trying out new jokes there one Sunday evening if oh. you if you're lucky. <laughs> hmm, shit. And this is the same in the states. Uh, I've been to. Uh, the Comedy Cellar in New York, for example. Huh. And I went, w- went down to the show before. <laughs> I went to the toilet and I just came across uh, Louis C.K. <laughs> trying what? out new jokes there as well. Did they, did they appreciate your jokes? Uh, sorry, which? In, in, in New York. I mean, when you performed, did they appreciate your jokes? Or uh, when, I, when I did stand-up yeah, in New York. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, they did actually. I, I've done one gig in New York. That right. was uh, one and a half year ago now. Uh, it worked quite well, I would really? say. I did five minutes, so not, not a big big uh, set but it was um, I got some laughs how do you do like before you go up on stage Mm. do you get yourself like some kind of tipsy level or you know do Mm. you I actually try not to do take any alcohol before I go on stage Um, have you tried well sometimes I I can take one beer or two but I I never try to get drunk (laughs) because I I don't think that would be an advantage I have never really done stand up drunk so i can't really relate ah, to that as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah I, well i when when i had my 30 year birthday i had a roast they roasted me and then i was quite drunk <laughs> and that did not turn <laughs> out well so i sucked <laughs> damn that's a good way of celebrating your birthday man yeah it was Why really fun and uh, some horrible jokes <laughs> so but i think it's it's good to, uh, to yeah. put yourself in that situation sometimes yeah there's a line, and that must be really hard as a comedian to, to mm. just feel that line. Yeah. Especially in Sweden, you know, like, let's say that you go and, and perform and you have some, some, you know, I don't know, some politic jokes mm. or, or gay jokes or, yeah. or environmental, like, mm. Greta jokes. Yeah. That, are you afraid of, of saying the wrong thing? Well, I'm not, actually, right. because I'm, um, I consider myself quite a... Uh, I'm a nice comedian. I don't do that much jokes that are on the line of being like uh, awkward or non-appropriate. Uh, I have uh, quite a it's audience-friendly material for right. everyone. Right. Uh, but I mean, sometimes you make some political jokes about some uh, specific parties, and you can feel like okay, that it didn't really land well in yeah. the in the audience uh, because apparently there is a lot of people maybe voting for that specific True. party True. in the audience. True. Yeah. So wow. it happens, of course. Uh, that would be very sweaty. Mm. I mean, and I feel like, like I said, it, it, it's 
it's special for Sweden. Mm. Like people are getting so afraid of saying what they really think. Mm. And I, I just, you know, just before you went to the show, I started thinking, I'm like, damn, if it's hard to be a politician in this country, it must be really hard to be a comedian in this country. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I, I mean, uh, of course, you want the people to like you, yeah. uh, but there is a lot of comedians in Sweden, like not really caring about that. Yeah. We got, uh, I mean, <laughs> role models in stand-up, so to say, talking about, for example, Magnus Bitnier. He, right. he really don't give a fuck. He can just say anything. And that really impresses me. And uh, then there is a lot of comedians that I know want to say things, but they don't because they know that, oh, okay, right. my my fans might yeah, <laughs> not yeah. appreciate this. Yeah, because you have to do it mm. in the beginning, right? Yeah. You can't come after 10 years and start cracking jokes. Yeah, it might be hard. H- how do you, like, come up with jokes? Do you, like, um, you know, take some mushrooms mm. on a Saturday <laughs> and just, you know... What's funny now? Yeah, you want to uh, go back to the drugs yeah. all the time. Yeah, 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 no. <laughs> nah, not really. But, well, some jokes I have learned when I was drunk. But um, right. no, but uh, the process, it can be uh, really different. Some of the times I really like uh, uh, schedule one day in my calendar. Okay, this day I'm going to really sit down and try to write jokes. Yeah. And then uh, for me, that's the mode, most effective way in order to come up with a joke. Oh, wow. But uh, sometimes as well, it's like uh, I come into a funny situation and uh, feel like, okay, this could be fun to tell an audience if I were to do stand-up. Uh, and then I can write it down and try to form it into a joke. Huh. So the process can differ uh, right. a little. But right. uh, Do you have a happy place? Like in the bathroom when you take a shit? Or is it like... Where are I jokes, you mean? Yeah, yeah I mean, um, where, 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 where they come to you? Um, no, m- maybe when I'm driving in my car. Huh. Uh, quite a lot. Yeah, because wow. then uh, if I have, for example, a long drive, I have to do some hours and then, well, I will try to, uh, m- m- my brain starts yeah. formulating things. And even when I'm taking a walk or something, when I'm not really uh, doing anything specific where my thoughts can I yeah. know, just wander off. That's huh. when I come up with comedy, I think. Damn. Yeah, the process is different for, for every person, right? And, mm. and uh, so... And you've been doing this for how long, you said? Since uh, 2012. Uh, 2012, So uh, eight years now. Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. So how much, like, I mean, my brain would like to ask how much you make as a comedian. Yeah. So I'm just going to ask how much you make as a comedian. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what is, how much, mm -hmm. I mean, after eight years, is it still worth being a comedian from the paycheck? Well, I I would have to go all in on the comedian uh, thing in order to uh, know if it really works economically for right. for me. Uh, at this part, it's a good part time job yeah. for me. I mean, uh, how much money you make uh, that depends on what kind of gig it is. Right. If I were to do a corporate gig for a company, it can be like uh, ten thousand crowns to twenty thousand crowns That's per like an hour. Yeah, for a half an hour of job That's or something. That's pretty good, man. That's a good paycheck, yeah, but you is. have to put in um, th- put into consideration as well that this is the preparations that all the time. True. It has taken me to write the jokes, trying them out at comedy yeah. clubs, etc. So there is, and also traveling cost. I mean, you have to do a gig. It takes like one day in, uh, to travel and get That's back. Sometimes, true. yeah. That's true. So, but if I were to do a gig at a comedy club, it can be for free uh, in uh, some uh, examples, but also a few thousand crowns. It depends. Right, yeah. right. But if you are a famous comedian in Sweden, of course, you will gain a lot more. Would you like to go like abroad and, and, and just like try your wings more? For example, States. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be good for you? I would really like to do that, yes. Uh, I have thought about just going there for, I don't know, two weeks or something to New York uh, just to do some 
stand-up workshops, really try to just do a lot of gigs when right. being there. Uh, I would not say it would be to may try my wings in New York. It yeah. would, would be rather to, I don't know, uh, make me grow as a comedian. Yeah. Because uh, after just doing that one gig in New York, uh, I really started writing a lot of jokes while being there, which uh, ended up with me taking a few of those jokes back here oh, to Sweden. Right. So I, I felt that just being there was inspirational and yeah. I could, uh, yeah, I developed as a comedian. Let's say that you could wish for one comedian that you could, you know, make an event with. Mm-hmm. And you get to choose, like, one in the world. Oh. Uh, which one would you bring? I would bring Jerry Seinfeld. Oh. Maybe a boring answer, but I don't no, know. No, he's, no, that's um, special, For man. me, he's, like, the real... He's, he is stand-up for wow. me. I mean, uh, I love the TV series Seinfeld, yeah, yeah. and uh, my one big dream is, like, going to a stand-up club in New York and just seeing him perform. Damn. I've seen him once in Sweden, though, but th- that I was a big gig, so it was not the same. Isn't he old now? I mean, in the show, he looks like around 30, mm-hmm. right? I don't and know. He's he's old. I don't know how old he maybe is. Maybe around 50s now. Yeah, about-ish. Right, right. uh, yeah. I was on, on Dave Chappelle's show mm-hmm. uh, in Globen, and I was just amazed. How I was much there as well. Were you? Yeah, wow. uh, last time I was here, right? Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. And it was fucking insane, man. Mm-hmm. Was I so actually, I liked John Stewart more. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be honest with you, I was so drunk, I don't remember it. <laughs> okay, but, but yeah, but and and also I blame myself so bad when I came home. I was like, I don't remember a single joke. Okay, mm-hmm. it was fucked up. But yeah. but did you, did you have a good spot? Uh, we were sitting down at, uh, I don't know, what's it called? Parquet in Swedish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like so we had quite uh, good seats, right. I would say. Uh, no, but I, I liked the show. I really did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my my wife didn't really like it because he, were, he was smoking on stage. She oh, didn't like that. Right, <laughs> She's like, that's right. not allowed in Sweden <laughs> to smoke on stage. So then... See, this is what I mean, man. Yeah. This is what I mean, Sweden. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Fuck. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you know what? What what irritated me at the show that they had to lock up your your phone. Uh, it was just insane. I mean, was that at that show? Yeah, I mean, because I remember it was in the, the other comedian. Or what's his name now? Uh, Chris Rock. Um, at, at his show, you have to had oh. to put the. But what, was it the case in Chappelle yeah, yeah, as I well? Mean, I, okay, I, I, I forgot I, about that. Look, mm. also like I said, I was kind of yeah. drunk, but I, I I do remember my my phone. <laughs> you were so drunk, so you brought your own bag. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna put it in. <laughs> you don't have to do that, sir. No, but yeah, I'm gonna put it in. <laughs> no, but like the the first thing I remember is when we when we get in, you know, yeah. they're like, "Yo, sir, you gotta lock your phone yeah, because okay. you can't record." And mm. I was like, "All right." And then we were kind of late. So mm. we step into the to the to this place and it was mm. like completely dark. Mm. And so you have to find your seat and yeah. you have no light. You're like, oh yeah, I can use my phone for the lightning. No, you can't. I can text my phone. You're, mm. No, you can't. So it was just a you know. Mm. But but I mean, it's is it a mm. problem that a lot of people record shows? Is it that big of a problem? I don't think that the recording is the problem. Right. I believe that a lot of comedians feel like why. Do people sit there recording with their phones when they could like watch the show live yeah, instead? That you, you, you kind true. of, I don't think it's the recording itself uh, being put on YouTube, for example, that's a problem. Yeah. It's rather than, I mean, you should have 100% attention on the actual ones that's performing true. live. 
I mean, why do you why do you have to film something you're watching at the moment? But it's it, 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 it's about everything. I mean, yeah. you, you have your phone on uh, when you're watching someone uh, or listening to someone at a concert, music concert right. as well. But uh, right. I, I get it. it's annoying for the artist. Yeah. I mean, why <laughs> do you have your phone all the time? Why don't you enjoy this show you're watching here live? Sure. Otherwise, you could see it on YouTube. But that's, I mean, that's like a thing nowadays, you know? I mean, mm. you always want to document the shit out of everything. Yeah. But, but I mean, I have so much pictures in my phone. I mean, I don't go through them. Do you go through all pictures? No, never. I, I take a lot of photos and I, I know that I'm never going to watch this photo right. again. But I still do it because I feel like, okay, I, I'm enjoying this beautiful <laughs> moment. As now I need to have it on my phone to right. watch later, but I, I will never do that. Yeah, so it's yeah. stupid. And speaking of technology, I mean, you, you're kind of, you know, interested in, in environmental technology and environmental mm-hmm. friendly technology, right? Yeah, I, mean, I am. Uh, mm-hmm. At least I'm, I'm, tri- I'm driving an electric car. I right. really like that evolution that's Social happening. Social points, man. Social points. Yeah, exactly. Shit. I mean, I can always... Uh, I can always use the environment as a, an excuse to drive a Tesla, yeah. you know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's and I listened true. to the episode where you had Eric as a guest, and it was really interesting as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's insane. That's a, uh, an industry that is really changing. I mean, the transport mm. industry from moving from uh, having each one has to have their own car into more carpooling, etc. Yeah. And I think that's a really good way to go in order Definitely. to save the environment. Definitely. Have you mm. tried the autopilot on, on Tesla? Yes, yes, I have. Yeah. Do you do you do some crazy shit while it's driving itself? No. Well, now I am uh, restricted to having my hand on the wheel for each ten seconds or something oh. like that. So it's not like full autopilot. Oh right. Yeah. But what and I haven't really bought the full autopilot uh, add-on as well because oh, that's, that's like a lot of money. Yeah. Fucking Elon Musk, man! Just sell I that know. shit with the yeah, package. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's what? packaging it every everything now. Right. You can you can buy like a acceleration boost for your car now, which costs extra as well. Man, that's quite cool like, though that yeah, you can do is, that today yeah that's a complete new like i mean business model yeah upgrading your car without even mm. visiting the shop exactly and that's happening now as well so he's really taking this product we used to call a car into now it's something else it's, yeah. it's a computer car <laughs> now Shit. so it's uh, and that comes with a lot of new opportunities uh, in uh, like a product development which is very cool wow yeah. could you see yourself trusting the autopilot fully and just you know Writing some jokes while it's driving. You know. Yeah, I could see myself doing that. I think the the the, the more troublesome thing would be before we are fully autonomous, right. so that when there will be a mix of uh, people driving cars and fully autonomous cars, because then I think there could be some problems. Yeah, because of the humans, of course, not of course. the not the car, not We're the computers. I think the stupid ones. We're yeah. always fucking shit up, man. Even though. Autonomous car is not perfect today. Yeah. I would say that it would cause less accidents than humans do. Right. So. But the problem will always be like, I think we were talking about it with, with Eric as well, like, you know, who to blame? Mm. I mean, we, we're always looking for someone to blame. Yeah. How are you going to blame a machine? Yeah. Um, there is some st- tricky parts here. We need yeah. to figure out how Definitely. it's going to work. But uh, I still think it's the future and yeah. that's the way to go if you want to, well do something that's really changing the environment. Have you seen the the, the, the movie uh, Ready Player One? Yeah. Yeah? That movie scares and inspires me at the same time. Mm-hmm. Because humans, we're, we're so fucking lazy. Mm-hmm. And all of this, you know, tools helping us, you know, get somewhere faster, right? Mm-hmm. What is going to happen with humanity? 
you think we're gonna like uh, in 50 years we're gonna you know just sit at home and let everything do itself i don't know right. <laughs> that's a re- that's a tough question you're yeah, <laughs> putting yeah. out there i mean um that's what we're moving towards today but i don't know it's uh No, I'm, I I I was consider myself optimistic right. about the future. Uh, I think that uh, I hope that not not gonna happen. Yeah, that people are smarter than that. Yeah, man, I I I hope you're right. <laughs> I hope so. I really well. hope you're right. Yeah, I mean. I would like to have a live audience still when doing stand-up, but yeah. I want to have people sitting at home in VR goggles oh, just watching man. it. I mean, because they don't Dude. want to walk their 500 meters to the actual pub. Wow. I mean, that would be boring. Yeah, yeah it would. But yeah. I think that could be a new product, though. I know, yeah. Wow. And we have actually tried that as well, trying to make a live sent uh, broadcasted event from uh, from my club, Hucktail Talk, by the yeah. way, for, for an example. And uh, that is something that is really, yeah, it's some sort of opportunity to do that today. But um, it goes against what I believe is the best thing with stand-up. Right. That, that is just being there in the room, seeing it when it happens live. So I think it might happen, but I, I hope it won't happen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Says the optimist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but like the, mm. the hardest part developing mm. such a product would be transforming the energy mm. from the room which is like yeah. basically what it's all based on right yeah and, and i uh, believe that is more possible to do when using new technologies such as the virtual reality yeah, goggles for example right. because if you watch a stand-up clip on youtube today right. uh, i mean it can be fun you can laugh a little as well yeah. but you won't laugh half as much as if you were in the audience like you're sitting among people laughing with you Uh, at the same guy at the same right, time right. Uh, but if you have your virtual reality goggles you can see it in the audience you can have people next to you maybe laughing true, true. so that could build up uh, opportunities to make this happen wow. but um, yeah just like the movie you, you you like choose your own character you could be like a horse with a i mean with yeah. a you know crazy body and just yeah that, that i so always awesome, imagine man. i always imagine me being a horse on the stand-up wow. stage it would be fun yeah, to, yeah shit people laugh extra much <laughs> exactly, take my horse joke. I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you thought about hay? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you got some crazy ideas. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. You should, you should pretty much just start developing this product. I, 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 I think so. Telling you, man. Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle, for example, he did like a globe, and globe mm-hmm. is massive. That must be equally yeah. as hard uh, doing it. Well, I don't know because then there is so much people in the one room watching the same things. I would say it's easier to do Globen than to do a room with ten uh, people. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, the more people you are, uh, the more uh, okay it is to laugh at the comedians because the other around you are laughing as well. Yeah. If you are ten people in a room, you might like look at the others in the room and like, okay, is he laughing? <laughs> no, he's not. Then I can't can't laugh. So I mean, true. Yeah. yeah, that that must affect a lot. That's true. I never mm. thought of that actually. Yeah, it does. It wow. does really. That's that's why always at the stand-up uh, clubs, for example, it's mm. uh, it's a very dark room as well, so that you really oh. can't see everyone around you as easily. Damn. Then you, if you could see everyone, you could see okay, he's still laughing or not, and you start comparing. I mean, damn, that's a trick. That's like the casinos, you know? They have no watches, and this is exactly. like a comedy trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, you should not see anything besides the wow. comedian because then you. You are more okay to laugh if you believe that no one else is watching you from the audience. True, mm. true. Wow. Do you do you get a lot of hate like off stage? 
No, never. No, never. no not really. People don't write to you and like, man, you fucking suck. No, but I watched. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm. I'm in the process of uploading a special I have done, and then yeah. I browsed through my earlier YouTube uh, clips, and I had the one from New York where I performed. Right. And I thought, okay, there was a few views of that clip, and I had no thumbs up on the YouTube clip, <laughs> but I had one <laughs> thumbs down. So I felt like, okay, out of these views, it was oh, one person that felt, no, this shit. was not good. And that's as much hate as I have gotten. Right. So you, as you can see, I'm, I'm not used to being yeah. hated. So that one thumbs down is the, <laughs> that's the one I got. That motherfucker. Yeah, I'm g- I want to l- look into who is that. I mean, uh, you should call YouTube and like, I exactly. just want his name. Man. Yeah, just take my money. I can right. pay a lot to you just to know who that person is. <laughs> No, but like, I think that's a trend, you know, disliking mm-hmm. things today. Yeah. You know, some people are like, for example, you say a movie mm-hmm. and you talk so much good about it. And there mm-hmm. will be always a motherfucker in the room mm-hmm. that will say, ah, man, I hate it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, why? It's like, I don't know. I just hate it. Yeah. So, so there's always going to be some dudes or girls. Absolutely. The show, right? I mean, that is because you have so much opportunity. You have so much to choose from today. Yeah, yeah. You're used to being able to choose from everything, having everything as like a um, restaurant menu yeah. where you can choose from all the time. So, I mean, you get more picky, I would say that. Uh, well, that joke didn't suit me, so I don't like you. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. So the what is your audience? What, what is your audience? What is the big, the best audience that you would mm. want to have? Uh, I think I would like to have like a middle-aged audience. All right. I mean, uh, I have done gigs for like 60 plus, 70 plus uh, What do you people. joke about them? Like, well, well, have you heard about Facebook? No, I didn't really <laughs> do that one. No, that, that was a tough crowd to have. I mean, uh, they were nice. They came up to me afterwards and said, yeah, you, you, you were really funny. We, 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 we laughed, but, but <laughs> I never heard you laugh. I mean, you were just smiling at me. Uh, no, but because that's a tough crowd because a good crowd is someone that I know that can relate to the references right. I have in my jokes. Yeah. So, I mean, people my age and uh, a little younger and a little older is the best, I would right. say. Because those are the ones that can relate to what I'm talking about the most. Right. Do you do a lot of like immigrant jokes? That would be funny. I, I, or, or is it no, is not, it, not really? I'm, I'm doing well. I consider myself an immigrant <laughs> sometimes because I, because I come from Holland. Oh. <laughs> so shit. I joke a little bit about the the cultural differences right. being from Holland. I know I'm a mix of Swedish, Finnish. What am I really? Yeah. I have some sort of nationality crisis, yeah. which is uh, <laughs> what I'm joking about in my special. So uh, well, I've done a lot of stand up about that because yeah. I, that's something that people can relate to. As of course. Well. Of course, I can't relate to other immigrants as true, well but uh, it's it's fun to uh, to joke about dude it. i never i never imagined that people live in Holland. i think no one does pass by exactly you just uh, go on the ferry yeah. you drink some alcohol you go up in the buffet and then oh what happened <laughs> now i'm back in stockholm <laughs> that is true yeah but otherwise it's a very nice place to grow up there is uh, even though it's a very small place there are things to do yeah. and uh how many yeah. people do live there? It's around 30,000 today, That's I would say. It. Yeah. Wow. So in the city of Mariahamn, it's uh, uh, around 11,000. Shit. Dating there must be really a, a bitch, right? I mean, Yeah, I mean, you can easily swipe Tinder in yeah. one hour. And you're <laughs> so like, oh, shit, that's my cousin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <It's> like <laughs> <laughs> you should have some sort of system yeah, <laughs> in order definitely. to know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, had a, I have a friend that comes from Yunusando, mm-hmm. which is like middle of nowhere. Okay. And he's like... 
there is 300 people, not 300,000. I, I was like, that's it? That's all the zeros? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. all the zeros. You know, I have been so many dates. Mm-hmm. And then we start talking. He's like, yeah, I know your mother. And I was like, you know, sometimes they have sex and sometimes, you know, just they don't. <laughs> but it's a fucked up place. Yeah. And, I uh, can't imagine. And that's the thing. I think, mm-hmm. like, smaller places, mm-hmm. they have some dark secrets, man. They have some they fucked do. up secrets. I think so, yeah. Holland is not that small, so I don't think we have yeah, yeah, that yeah, much dark right. secrets. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> some secrets, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Would you retire there? <sighs> nah, I don't think so. I would rather, like, try to retire in in uh, southern Europe <laughs> somewhere. That That's more... Shit. my philosophy we'll see now i mean like due to the coronavirus we yeah, don't know no maybe we can't even move from sweden maybe Shit. yeah it's taking over yeah do you have any any shows that's coming up now any uh like new shows, shows? Yep. yeah yeah i'm uh gonna have a host a festival right. here at the end of april yeah unless the coronavirus won't that's, stop yeah, me true. yeah <laughs> Can't so, stop me now. Having a good time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> now, hopefully, we can mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, you you never know what happens. I mean, in uh, a lot of countries, they are like canceling big events at the, right. at this uh, this moment. So uh, can they force you to cancel it? I don't know. Shit. I have no clue. That must I hope be a not. Bitch. Yeah, because out all the tickets. That would be quite bad oh. because last time we did the festival, it was the like the you know the the terror attack in Stockholm oh. the same day. Wow. Uh, but we we went ahead and uh, did the festival still. I mean, I mean, did we, you guys joke can't. about it? Or is it too soon? We didn't really joke about <laughs> it, but soon, I felt that I had to mention it for the audience. But wow. you know, no, <clears throat> uh, not in a joke yeah, <laughs> way. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I don't think um, it would have been good to cancel it anyway, because yeah. then people will be like, okay, just because this they canceled an event where we were about to go and yeah. have fun. I mean, and then the terrorists would win. That would exactly. be a cliche to say, <laughs> but uh, that's how I feel about it. So you have to move on. And that that's mm. their pretty much their you know the the end goal to scare people. Exactly. And so yeah. And I heard that that day that we had like a policeman sitting out of the wow. event uh, the whole weekend because of the terror threat. Uh, I did not know about that until uh, the days after. But yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yo, I don't know if you know it, but, but we have a segment in this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you listen to, to, to Eric, you probably mm-hmm. know it. And it's called... The questions. You, yeah, yeah. Would mm-hmm. you rather? Yeah. Uh, are you ready for them? Yes. I, right. I don't know if I'm ready, but let's <laughs> do it anyway. <laughs> we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Okay. We're kicking out the first question. Mm-hmm. It's kind of easy, okay? Mm-hmm. Would you rather be a police officer or a firefighter? I believe I would be a police officer. Huh. I don't know why. Uh, I think it's more exciting than being a fire right. fireman. Uh, I've actually was in the, what do you call, the Frivilliga Brandkorn, uh, hmm. like a voluntarily fireman when I was uh, a child yeah, actually yeah, 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 just yeah. Uh, because it felt like fun I mean yeah. you could go with the fire trucks of you course. could yeah, yeah yeah so it was lots of fun but I always dreamed of being a police officer actually Shit. so I but there was no volunteer police officer of for course. the children <laughs> where we so. could like shoot with uh, guns and everything no <laughs> that, that was so not cool. able to choose that so but if that would have been a choice I would have done it yeah cool man you made the first question okay perfect would you rather have to announce to everyone whenever you fart or pee? You have to announce it loudly. Imagine mm-hmm. you're in the lecture. Yeah. And you have a full audience of 60 people. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to announce farting or mm-hmm. peeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I would like to announce peeing. 
right. because that's it feels more socially acceptable. Well, like like say, yeah, I have to go pee now. That's yeah, that's true. Actually, it's one. Yeah. I, don't, I don't feel that's too awkward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but uh, saying that now I'm gonna fart, <laughs> that would be very strange. <laughs> so. <laughs> Depends what kind of fart you have. Yeah. You're kind of nice if you just give heads up. You know, here comes a big fart. They just ate two eggs. Yeah. You know, it's like. But I think it would be quite good to announce if I'm we're about to pee <laughs> as well. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, here it goes, <laughs> flushing all of you. No, I'm not. Uh, but <laughs> now I would choose uh, announcing to pee. To yeah. pee. All yeah. right. Great. Great. All right. Uh, would you rather begin every sentence with, "Hey, idiot." Or end every sentence with "haha, I was just kidding." <laughs> so begin with what is it? Hey, idiot! Yeah, that's the beginning of every sentence you have in your life. Yeah, or the other one was "I'm kidding." Yeah, like beginning Haha. with that or ending with it. Ending with it. Ending with it. Yeah. Okay. Imagine like having a breakup. Mm-hmm. It's like, Haha, just kidding. Girl. <laughs> well, if I if what was to choose the latter, then no one would ever take me seriously. Yeah, true. Uh, but if I were to start with "Hey, idiot," I think they would take me seriously because then I'm putting <laughs> myself in the bigger person right. than they are. So yeah, I, I'll Ooh. choose the first one, "Hey, idiot." Right. Yeah. Okay. Mm. All right. Would you rather live one life that lasts thousand years, or live ten lives that last hundred years each? I would choose. I don't, I don't know. If you lived the ten lives yeah. with one hundred years, would you know uh, that you lived them all? If you are, for example, living your tenth life, right. do you know that you have lived the nine earlier ones? I mean, let's say, let's say, no, you don't know anything mm-hmm. about your past life. Okay, right. Then it gets trickier. Mm-hmm. I believe I still would choose that because I, mm-hmm. I, I think that living for 1,000 years, it would get quite boring in the end, yeah. especially if everyone around you is just living 100 years. You would, <laughs> <laughs> you would feel that you are a little uh, strange. Uh, Imagine how many times you have to get married. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Like at least 10, 15 <laughs> times. I don't know how much. It would be crazy. Wow, how many kids yeah. would you have? Yeah, and how many kids Fuck. you have to bury? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's not good. Uh, no, I would definitely choose the more uh, normal, right. the normal life. life. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Awesome, man. And we're coming down to the last question. All right. Would you rather wake up with a different face but the same gender or different gender but the same face? If I were to wake up Every day or yeah, tomorrow? Ev- I mean, every day. Every mm-hmm. day. Like switching mm-hmm. faces or switching genders. Oh, but with the same face. Yeah. Okay, so I, I would be a woman tomorrow uh, with this face. Yeah. That would be weird. Yeah. Okay, b- b- same face being a woman would also be weird. Uh, or just <laughs> the other way around. I don't know. Uh, oh, that's a tricky one. Yeah. I don't really... Okay, let's say I would uh, change the gender just to, gender, to, to, yeah. to learn <laughs> what it's like <laughs> to have another gender. Out of curiosity, right. I would yeah, choose yeah, yeah. that one, yeah. I mean, and mm. you have a wife, right? I have a wife, You're yeah. married, right? Yes. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Was it a long time ago? No, it was uh, this summer in right. August. Oh, shit. Yeah. Newly married, man. Yeah. Shit. Have you had your uh, honeymoon phase or... Is it uh, just ending or just beginning? Uh, you're talking about the phase, like, yeah. okay, not, not, not the actual trip. No, 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 no not the yeah. trip, yeah. Yeah, we are, I would say we are still in our, uh, well, we are, we are newlywed, so, right. I mean, but we have, we're in a good situation. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. Well, yeah. I mean, what, what would she say? Every time you wake up, you're like, 
girl. I'm a boy now, and now I'm a girl, so mm. you better live with it. Well, I think That's she would like it. I don't know. She like, well, I can future. experiment with this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can, I can take it. <laughs> as long as she gets this beautiful face, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, true, true. Yeah. That's what sells. Yeah. I mean, and especially you in marketing, that your your face is, is, yeah. is your wallet. I mean, they, do, they don't look at <clears> my gender when I'm performing. That's they look at my face. Yeah. Yeah, and what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so your tip for 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 amateur comedians, mm-hmm. how to start, how to grow, and making it. Mm-hmm. I would say start writing on uh, like three minutes of stand up, right? Uh, because you have to really start up doing like a short uh, gig. Do not like try to write thirty minutes of material because yeah. that takes a lot of time in order to uh, t- to do so. Start working on your three minutes. Uh, really try it out in friends and everything, and then just uh, well call a stand-up club, uh, write to people, and try to get a gig. I mean, if if you are living in Westeros, for example, I would very much like to put you on a stage huh. because I, I want uh, new comedians to. Right. Uh, uh, I don't know. I want uh, the comedy stage yeah, investors yeah, yeah. to to grow, for example. Yeah. So there's a lot of these local comedy clubs that want to put off put on local acts. So uh, write three minutes of material, contact your local comedy club, and just just do it. Yeah. I mean that's the only way in order to succeed in stand up. Uh, try it, then rewrite. Try again. Write new material. Try again, and that's that's how you. Should grow. you like oversell yourself? I mean, some some in some businesses you should like you know say like, hey man. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of big in Africa, mm-hmm. but you guys don't know it. And mm-hmm. now I'm here. Mm-hmm. Can I get some minutes on your stage? Yeah, that's what I do. I always say, yeah. I'm big on Orlando, you know. And then <laughs> <laughs> they put me on. No, they don't. <laughs> it's like, I would say, I'm the best comedian in Orlando. Right. And we have only one. <laughs> so no, I would l- say be like uh, transparent, be honest, right. to, to s- let them know. <clears throat> well, you are a rookie. Don't 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 build too much high expectations as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you want to... Uh, yeah do a good gig and uh, if the audience believe you are the best comedian from Africa and then you go there and you can't get in the lab that would not be a good idea that's true Mm. dude thank you very fucking much thank you for being here Um, it's my honor yeah I mean and and, uh, you said your show was in April right yeah, yeah, the Westeros Comedy Festival is in April, the 17th to 18th of April. 17th to 18th, yeah. right. And if you want to watch, you can watch my stand-up special called Nationalitetskris. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it, uh, it's on YouTube now. Cool. So you just type in your name and... My name and uh, then you will find it. All right. Yeah. You heard the man and uh, thank you guys for listening and I'll see you in the next episode. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.